0: Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get fifteen percent off your first order when you use wnyc at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code wnyc at checkout for fifteen percent off. Listener supported, wnyc studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode. Is to make you think, how did
1: I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab. Adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. This is all of it on WNYC. I'm Alison Stewart. It is time for an all of it listening party with R&B songstress Yasmin Lacey, who recently released her debut full-length album, Voice Notes. Let's listen to part of one of the songs featured on the album. This is titled, Where Did You Go? 14-track project follows up her 2020 EP *Morning Matters* and expands on the artist's sound, incorporating influences 70s and 80s soul as well as jazz. A Bandcamp review said, "In the end, *Voice Notes* functions as a kind of blueprint, encouraging lighthearted self-examination and sharing in the journey toward peace of mind." Yasmin Lacey joins us now for an all-of-it listening party for her debut album, which is out now. Yasmin, welcome
2: hi thanks for having me how are you
1: I'm well thank you so voice notes just to be clear we're talking about the voice notes on your phone correct
2: we are um, and, and I and I started a lot of the songs like that but it's also voice notes are just you know my first reaction to something that's going on in my life my first. You know, note to self, you know, Mm -hmm. all of those kind of things, really.
1: So do you use your voice notes as a writing tool? Is it a journaling
2: tool? Is it just when something pops in your head? Yeah, I do use my voice notes like that, mainly because my memory is so bad. That <laughs> it's really good for me to just be able to get the idea down immediately. But, you know, I can't I can't read or write music. So humming things and layering the humming is just like a really quick way to get an idea down for me. And leaving lots of little messages for the producers via voice notes. <laughs> so when you're talking about your voice notes, it's not just
1: lyrics. It's also s- tunes and, and notes that are coming to you, sounds. Yeah, sometimes, yeah in the introduction out to the album you referenced flying Lotus's tweet about self-consciousness is the creativity killer let's yeah. listen to part of that first track flylow tweet um, and we can talk about it on the other side
2: okay yeah so I saw this um, tweet from flyo was like a few years ago now and um He said in the tweet, like, self-consciousness is the creativity killer. And that just rested with me so heavy. I just thought, this is it. Like, if you're going to do these things, you have to open up yourself. But it's scary. And making yourself vulnerable is scary. Because I think you have to get really comfortable with the fact that, like, if you take risks and stuff and if you choose to expose yourself, like, you know, there's, like, risks there. And sometimes you might fail. Like, in fact, you will fail at some point, but... Um, you know, the risks when they pay off, they're really high. And I don't mean that necessarily about music. I just mean in life, um, like choosing yourself, banking on yourself kind of thing. But this has been a crazy, crazy process. I have a lot of questions.
1: Okay, first of (laughs) all, the music track underneath it. Tell us a little bit about that and that choice.
2: Um, I just, I remember driving to the studio in the morning and I know, and I and I said to um, Melo Zed, who's one of the producers that works on the album, I was like, yo, listen, I've got this idea and um, I, I'm just gonna, it was kind of like a voice note to him. We'd had that conversation and I said, I hear it like this, I was like, you know, let's go here. And I sort of like hummed it out to him. But it's kind of just a replica of how it sounds sometimes inside my head, like all these thoughts like, you know, mm-hmm. going around. And we just wanted to recreate that There's like, so people could feel what it's like, you know, before my creative process starts or something. Yeah. And you, you cover
1: a lot of territory, just in that 56 seconds, about <laughs> fear, about vulnerability. Um, how did you eventually get to a place where you felt okay being really vulnerable on this record and, and not being frightened of being vulnerable?
2: Uh, Well, at first I was really frightened and I didn't really make much music when I was... (laughs) But, but, you know, I think that's when you start considering what everyone else is going to think about it, you know. And music at the essence of it for me is just self-expression. And when I tuned back into that, I was like, right, I know where I am now. And I just started letting things go. It is kind of scary letting all these personal things out. But at the time when you're making them, you're not really thinking about that. It's only when it ended and we were like, okay, it's out tomorrow. I thought, oh my goodness, like everyone's going to hear it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was something you always knew you wanted to do on your first full-length album? That thing you'd just been holding on to, so when I get to make a debut album, this is going to be
2: part of that process. Um I knew I wanted it to be a drink. I think the only thing that I was definite about was like, I want there to be a skit on there. Like, I love those on other records, those little sound bites and you know, that help tell the story. And I think that's why I chose to start it with Fly Loads So That's the only thing. I was really open with myself. I just let myself make whatever. And I kept the ones that felt like they resonated and I left the ones that didn't.
1: My guest is Yasmin Lacey. The name of the album is Voice Notes. There's a song in the album, Bad Company, and it mentions your sort of your stage alter ego, Priscilla. <laughs> this one, yeah. like that Priscilla girl, she's got the best of me. Um, <laughs> who's Priscilla? How would you describe Pris- Priscilla?
2: Priscilla is. Um you know, she's kind of like my inner my inner dialogue, you know, or my, my stream of consciousness. And she's kind of like the extremes of my emotions. And, um, you know, like, uh, you know, you could call it like your ego, could call mm-hmm. it your shadow self, whatever you want to call it. I just made her into a character and mine is called Priscilla. <laughs> in the song
1: Bad Company, how does she fit in? How does Priscilla fit into the song Bad Company? We're going to hear a little bit of it.
2: Well, you know, I just describe my relationship with her as sometimes being really close, sometimes being really distant. Sometimes she's really comforting and sometimes she's my worst enemy. So that's her.
1: (laughs) Here's Bad Company from Yasmin Lacey.
3: And yes, it's been a while. She's noticed that I ain't been smiling. How did she find the keys to my place? Cause I went militant the last time she left. She's kind of my old, old friend. Maybe an acquaintance. Sometimes
1: company from yasmin Lacey's new album voice notes so since 2017 you've released three p's and your last project morning mood and own your own became two of your most streamed songs spot on spotify yeah, 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 18 yeah. Million and 3 million streams respectively that's pretty cool oh. <laughs> um but when you think about okay so now we're in 2023 and that time that six years what do you notice has changed about your voice and your style or what's evolved In those six years,
2: Um, I think in the six years, you know, I never really set out to go into music, so I feel like I'm ever evolving and changing and growing in front of everybody. Really, Um, lots of things have changed. I feel a little bit less shy about being on stage. I feel like what else has changed? Yeah, just taking, just just expanding really in the kind of things I want to make. The kind of way I can deliver a song and yeah just hope to be still ever-changing you know
1: yeah I want to ask you about that what were you doing before you started making music
2: I was a youth worker I was working with young people um sometimes in the arts and sometimes just you know in like after school club kind of sector um, so, yeah, that's what I was doing before. <laughs> I know when we were, when we
1: were uh, doing some research. We were looking for interviews of you and we actually found an interview of you as a as a youth, <laughs> a, oh. as a youth <laughs> counselor. It was like, oh, this is really interesting to see you as a oh, full grown wow. person doing one thing and then listening to your your debut record.
2: <laughs> I forgot that the stuff was there. too. <laughs>
1: so what led you to decide you know what I think I'm going to try music full-time I'm going to give it a shot I'm gonna give it a go
2: I mean I just I've always felt like I'd just be easy with it so I you know I had a couple of gigs and I was really enjoying them and I put out the first record and I thought that was fun and I just thought I'll just go with it for wherever it takes me and more gigs came which meant I couldn't keep up doing both. And so that was when I made the transition.
1: Yeah. There's always a moment when you think, Oh, this is going to work. What was, what was your moment? You thought, Oh, this music thing really might work.
2: (laughs) Honestly, I just don't, I just don't. I think (laughs) if I thought about whether it was going to work or not, it would scare me so much. I wouldn't do anything. I'm just enjoying it for what it is where I am at now. And, um, you know, just enjoying the creative process. It's one of these old school
1: questions, but it's an interesting one. Who yeah. are your influences? Who did you listen to coming up that really inspired you?
2: I listened to a lot of British, like, people like Soul to Soul, big influences on me, like Sade. I love Eric Badu. I love George Scott. That whole Soul Quarings vibe was really influential on me. Um you know, I listened to a lot of reggae and dub in my family are Caribbean, so that was a big influence as well. People like Sister Nancy and Dennis Brown. Um, yeah, Lots of Soul, Curtis Mayfield, Aureka Franklin, like yeah, just varied stuff really. I've always been a lover of musical radio, so I suppose just storytelling and music just is those two things that yeah, have inspired me. That
1: would be a good playlist you just rattled off. I like that. <laughs>
2: it would be a good playlist.
1: My guest is Yasmin Lacey. The name of the new album is Voice Notes. This is an all of it listening party, so let's listen to another track. This is From a Lover, Uh, your co-writer, and this is Z. Cayenne Elliott. Tell, Tell us a little more about working with Z. I think first name is Zachary, yeah?
2: Yeah, um, Zach is a great friend of mine, amazing producer named Mello Zed, who has his own uh, work as well. And we had sort of like, I'd found his music on a compilation years ago when I first started making music. And we'd always sort of said like on the internet, oh yeah, we should think up and we should, you know, connect and all that kind of stuff. And it never really came, it never, you know, one of us was busy at one time and then I felt a bit nervous because I don't really do just sessions with anybody and... I think when it just before or just when I started making the album was our first session and it was just it was it was great and I, I love making music with him it's just really fun and really open and um, so it's been a great process to write a lot of stuff with him
1: let's hear from a lover from Yasmin Lacey <laughs> That's from A Lover from Yasmin Lacey. Can you talk to us a little bit about the instrumentation on that track? It's really interesting. It's a little different than the rest of the record.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the time we were talking, I mean, me and Zach are like lovers of, um, we love lovers rock, basically. And we were listening to a lot of that and we just started playing around with stuff, really. And, um, And then Dave Akumu sprinkled some of his magic on it and sort of walked it a little bit as well. And yeah, we just started messing around with it. I, I I had the lyrics already in the morning, and I I we I was on my way to the studio. And we always just have these little morning chats where I say like, "This is what I think. This is what I'm hearing. A lovers rock kind of vibe for this." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Say less." And we got in the studio, and that was that. How long did it take to make this record? It took absolutely forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> it took so long. That I, You know, I am that kind of person where it's just like I don't, I I can't just go to the studio every day and be like, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write a song today, I'm gonna write the album today. It just didn't work like that for me. This is a collection of like songs that have, you know, sat beside different situations in my life over the last three years. I've just been writing as I've gone and experiencing things really. So quite a long time. What was? But not every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What was the first track that you actually recorded for the album?
2: Oh, that's so interesting. Uh, I think it was pass it back. And why was that? Well, pass it, pass it back is about uh, you know letting go of stuff, you know that you don't need to hold in your system anymore. And I suppose that it just made sense for me to let go of that before I started making the record. I don't know why it just came first. Yeah.
1: My guest, Yasmin Lacey. The name of the album is Voice Notes. We're having an all of it listening party, so let's listen to another track from the album. This is the seventh track called "Match in My Pocket." So this was came from conversations with friends. Who were you mm. talking to? What are you? What were you talking about that led to this song?
2: We're talking about the state of the world. We're talking about how proud we are to be black, and just you know, like what that means for us um, to exist in society. And yeah, there's just a lot of love there. It's kind of like a love letter to resistance and just, you know, shines a light on some of the conversations that I've had with my friends. And it just felt like a really empowering one to write, you know. Let's
1: hear Match in My Pocket from Yasmin Lacey. That's Match in My Pocket from Yasmin Lacey. The new album is called Voice Notes. Is there a song on this album? There's 14. Is there one that almost didn't make it?
2: (laughs) Uh, I I wasn't sure about putting pieces on there, actually. You know, I was kind of like, uh, I'd written a lot of it already. And uh, pieces is, you know, about a breakup. And uh, that, like, kind of happened in the middle of it so you know it I I wasn't sure whether I wanted to um put that into the thing but it it made sense in the it made sense in the album and I'm really glad that we did because um yeah it's a special one.
1: Can you describe the sequencing of the album and what went into the the sequencing your choice of how the songs would reveal themselves to the listener? Um
2: at first I definitely just made loads of music I was I was really didn't want to limit like by thinking oh we've got this one so uh, we can't have this or this wouldn't go I made lots of stuff and then I looked at what was the most important stories to tell Mm -hmm. from the past three years for me and I also looked at kind of which order they came in in terms of life experience you know which scenario led on to which scenario which led on to which scenario you know. (laughs) What's something from this experience of putting together your debut album
1: that you think will be useful to you in the future on your next album and the one after that and the one after
2: that? Um, What have I... Oh, gosh, there's so much that I have learned. I think that... to take some risks. Mm -hmm. I've learned definitely to do that, you know. Um, And, you know... I've found musicians that I really love working with, which is really important in, like, you know, finding your, like, little community. So I'll definitely take that forward into music, you know, to come in the future. And and also just to enjoy it. The process really is the album. Once you've done it, And you put it out there, you put it out there for everyone else in the world. The the making of the album, the process is the album bit for me, you know. So everything else after that comes is a bonus. So I think that's what I've learned to just really enjoy that process.
1: Want to let people know that you'll be at Soho House on March 19th so they can hear the process here in New York City. The name of the album is Voice Notes. It's from Yasmin Lacey. Yasmin, we're going to go out on that that song that almost didn't make the record. Yeah. And we're so glad it did.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Here's pieces.
3: When we first met all I thought I needed love and to be loved by you. But there's something else seeking outside Ooh. cause there are still pieces missing of me could they have fell for the cracks when we came from place? and I thought but I know